Welcome to Coracle's Playstream podcast. I'm Matt Jamie, and uh, I'm here with who are you? Wendy Errington. Hi there. <laughs> Welcome. So we're here to talk about this play that we're about to hear. It's called Great Expectations: A Love Story of Sorts. Good, good double title there. <laughs> Thank is, you. Are there brackets around a love story of sorts, or is it a colon a dash? I think I'm going to do a dash. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> Glad we've cleared how that works. So we asked a couple of writers to write a podcast radio play in response to Lizzie Patch's piece. Down to Zero, A Love Story of Sorts. Which is on Alphabeti from the 18th to the 29th of June. You knew that, didn't you? Yes, yeah. good plug. That's true. So what you did there was steal some of their title. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a magpie, really. Yeah. I stole a bit of um, Alan Bennett's The Lady in the Van. Ah, OK, yeah. Um, I just kept on stealing. <laughs> That's it. It's basically an act of theft, this play. <laughs> and then I love to people watch. Yeah. Go into the library, pretend I'm working. There's lots of people sort of on their own. Why are they there? Are they working? Are, are they really reading that book? Why are they asleep? People have a story, have a backstory. People aren't all they seem. Well, um, we hope you enjoy this uh, this play coming up and uh, come along and see Down to Zero yes. at Alphabeti Theatre, 18th definitely. to the 29th of June. Yes, definitely. Um, why don't you introduce this play for us in a sort of Radio 4 style? Next up, Great Expectations, a love story of sorts by Wendy Errington. Walk with me. Just past the P section. P for paranormal. P for publishing. And she's sitting there. Asleep. I look. And then quickly look away. What if looking away makes her go away? Every Tuesday I see her here. She's sleeping upright book in front of her. She's dressed in layer upon layer of coloured wool and fabric, hat on her head, silver hat pin sticking out, tumbling grey hair. A muted pistachio light pervades the main library hall and a shiny steel lift pings up and down a glass chamber, all Roald Dahl style. Even the air smells clean. Watch me. As I settle to work far away, out of sight. I'm not sure if it's so I can't see her or so she can't see me. I sit and sneak a piece of fruit and nut from my bag and listen in on conversations. <sighs> Nothing juicy to report, but then fiction is upstairs. Scribbling away, I look full of intent and purpose. I'm writing. I'm writing a... a shopping list. Then I write a list of things to do. Then I check my diary. And then finally I start writing my assignment. Well, I write the date. Tuesday the 17th. I'm the master of procrastination. They should have me in the P-section. I want to finish my work by one o'clock, 
as I'm eating Joe for lunch. But the woman, sitting in the paranormal section, keeps walking over my thoughts. I want to feel pleased with myself. I want Joe to be proud and say, Maggie, that's great news, love. Let's push the boat out to celebrate. This essay has been hanging around my neck for the past three weeks. I vowed I'd come to the library, no distractions, and get it done. But I am distracted. I want to know her name. Is it Ethel? Or Eileen, maybe? I want to know what book's in front of her. Is it a Catherine Cookson? Or the history of buildings, maybe? Like a moth attracted to the light, I go and look again. Turning by the orienteering books, I think she's gone. But I'm looking in the wrong direction. There she is. Awake! Bugger! I divert my glance and try to make it a glazed look up at the ceiling. But you can't walk far like that. Best to look for a book I decide. I squint through the gap between telepathy and telescopes. There must be three, four, five carry bags under the table around her feet. All bumpy and bulging. And a pair of wellies. She hunts through her bags, looking for something. Nothing appears. What's in them? She rummages again, swapping things from bag to bag. Jumpers, sleeping bag, jumpers, a coat, money, jumpers, shoes. What if I become a bag lady one day, wandering the streets, wandering this world, keeping warm in libraries and washing my face in the ladies' toilets of smart shops? No one knowing me. No one caring. No more hugs. Kisses. All my life I feared it. Ever since my granny threatened me with becoming one, if I didn't do well at school. Ever since I saw a bag lady camped out in the side doorway of Marks and Spencers. What happens to your life, which means you push all your belongings into five carrier bags? I walk off down to the Z section, Zodiacs and Zoology, and walk back. She looks like she's chatting to someone. Everyone's giving her a wide berth. It's twenty past one. No further forward with my work. I decide to inquire at the librarian's desk. Excuse me, the lady sitting by the B section. Is she okay? She's fine. Oh. <laughs> I was just... I was just... I was a bit concerned, that's all. It's just... She has been sitting there asleep and... I feel flushed. I feel like I'm in the C-section for crime. She's our Miss Havisham. The story goes that she was supposed to meet her boyfriend here on Tuesday way back. Years and years ago. And he didn't turn up. They were supposed to be finishing some college work and then going for lunch. She comes in every Tuesday morning to wait for him. We looked in newspaper archives. We found out that he died on the way here. He came off his bike, went under a bus. She was told this, but 
She still turns up here every week. It's sad. They were engaged to be married. I move away from the desk. I look back to the lady. She's nodded off again. What do I say? I want to go back and say sorry. Sorry for counting her carrier bags. But the weight of my bag digs into my shoulder as I hurry to meet Joe. Great Expectations, a love story of sorts by Wendy Errington with Hannah Walker as Maggie and Arabella Arnott as the librarian directed by Matt Jamie and come along to Alphabeti 18th to the 29th of June and see Down to Zero by Lizzie Patch <laughs>